Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm excited about another episode of our podcast. Many of you know or have heard our mission statement. It is All In Sports Outreach exists to share the hope and the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ and promote unity and racial reconciliation. We're going to talk about that in today's episode. I'm joined by Coach Jason Finley. He is the Director of Sports Performance for the Southern Miss um, football team in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. He provides oversight to 12 additional sports on top of football. He's a strong man of faith, loves the Lord. He's married to Roshana, and they have one daughter. I cannot wait for you to hear his story, so let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Coach Finley. Thank you for having me. You bet. So I know there's some listeners that may not be familiar with you and your background. So I thought it'd be good if we just started off with, if you'd tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, a little about your family and your current position and what you're doing now. Well, awesome, man. I will. Yeah, just a small town, um, country boy from Opelike, Alabama. Grew up um, playing high school football. Um, was fortunate to um, get, a, get, a, get a scholarship to go play at um, Tuskegee University. And um, from there, I, I went to... Um, pursue professional football. I ended up in Arizona and um, was was working out for the Rattlers before the league shut down. And I ended up heading back to Opelika uh, where, where I coached running backs and oversaw the strength and conditioning um, department there before um, getting a call to go GA with um, Coach Malzahn at Arkansas State, from Arkansas State um, to Auburn to Auburn. Uh, right off, right after the game to Washington State. Um, so just, just from Washington State to UAB, UAB to Southern Miss, man, been fortunate, been here um, four years. So uh, that's kind of my story in a, in, a, in a nutshell. Yeah. So what was it like? You mentioned that you played football at Tuskegee. What was it like playing at a, you know, it's a small school, but there's a lot of history, and you know, and for those from the South, somewhat a prestigious you know, Tuskegee University. So what was it like being able to play football there? Man, it was um, just the um, football atmosphere was um, very just energetic. They, the fans, they really love football in the South, and uh, it is no different at Tuskegee University. But what I found out was just the the history and, and learning about George Washington Carver, learning mm-hmm. about Book T. Washington, and and those things, man, just just realizing the, the influential people that walked on that same campus as I walked on, man. So it was it was so surreal. Um, now that I just look back over it, and, and you know, and man, it was, it was an awesome experience. Yeah, absolutely. So, what years were you at Tuskegee? From '02 to '07, I was at Tuskegee University. Okay. Awesome. So you mentioned uh, you've been at Southern Miss for four years um, as a director, now the director of sports performance. Um, so what is there a highlight of the last four years, just something that sticks out to you um, at your time at Southern Miss? Um, man, I, I guess that the biggest highlight would be just um, being able to uh, take over and, you know, coach up. Um, give me the opportunity to to become a director. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot um, of, of directors in the world, so you know I'm I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful and just 
grateful um, just for the opportunity. Absolutely. So you mentioned a few minutes ago being UAB, Washington State, Auburn, Arkansas State. So we do have a lot of listeners that are big-time Auburn folks, so I have to ask you a little bit about Auburn football. You were there um, for the 2013-14 BCS Championship game appearance. So what was it like being on the Auburn staff um, during that season? Man, that that season was – they call it still to this day the greatest um, turnaround in college football history. So that alone, just knowing, you know, that I was a part of, you know, just helping, you know, young men and reach reach the biggest stage of football was is unbelievable, you know, um, and and that game itself, man, it was. It was, it was amazing uh, just just to be on that 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 stage. Yeah, and I know um, a lot has been written about the spiritual side um, of that team and the, just the spiritual um, strength around Auburn football. Um, a lot of it comes from uh, the chaplain Chet Williams. So talk about the influence that um, a, a team chaplain like. Um, Chet has had on the staff and the team at Auburn? Man, uh, a, a guy like Chet, a, a, a chaplain, um, he wears so many shoes. So uh, these kids come from all walks of life, you know. Some don't have fathers, don't have mothers, mm. you know, being raised um <laughs> Uh, you got kids coming out of foster care, mm. and it's it's unbelievable, man. Um, some of the stories and things you would you, you'll hear, man. But just having someone that they could go to and, and get, you know, the, the guidance and the truth, you know, that they need, you know, the comfort when death mm-hmm. comes. And, you know, when things aren't going, when adversity strikes, and just having somebody in their corner that they can go to. Um, you know, you got guys from Miami, Florida, that 16-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's just it's, it's, it's nothing like having a guy right there that you can call any time of the night, man, and the the relationships that that they build with, with the chaplain is, 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 is critical. And it helps those guys, you know, become young men too, man. So um, I think when I was there, it was six to eight guys that, you know, made decisions and Brother Chet baptized them. Wow. You know, that year also. So um, that's powerful. Oh, it's it's powerful, brother. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, you know, just a college age student making that decision and then you add on just the – prestige of being a, a student athlete at a place like Auburn. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So, so his, his position is, is huge for the team. Yeah. So what is it like, um, even there in Southern Miss around the team? I mean, what's the, are there team Bible studies? Is there uh, some type of chapel service on game weekend? What's the, what's it look like at Southern Miss from the spiritual side? Man, it is awesome, man. Uh, we we have a guy here named I call him Brother Mitchell, Mitchell mm-hmm. Williams. 
and he's a phenomenal man. He's um older guy, uh, and he's and and I remember when I first got here, he wasn't heavily involved. Mm-hmm. And you talking about seeing a guy just serve the team in every single way he could, he could. And he was just so consistent and persistent on just serving. This guy, he bought his own he bought his own flights. He drove like to games and you know, and and basically a year later coaching changed and then, you know, coach realized like, man, how valuable he was to our team mm-hmm. to our to our players and you know, um and, and what he what he's what he's done with our program and you know our manhood and character development and just getting guys to um come come out to to things for as other than football Mm -hmm. is 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 been huge man we do a lot of just life building skills with the kids also so man having mitchell man is, is is you can't even describe him because he's there for the coaches. He's there for the wow. players. He's there for everybody involved in the program. That's awesome because I think I think that's something that the, the that the general public, the just the average sports fan, doesn't understand. Um, they just see the game on Saturday. They don't see uh, what goes on off the practice field, off the game field, as far as developing these guys into to men right so uh, no yeah. doubt and as, and as he would say um he used this a lot man behind those shoulder pads is a soul mm. wow that's powerful that'll change your whole perspective <laughs> man that's good so i get i want to ask you about um since you're in the strength and conditioning um exposed to a lot of athletes is there you know one or two athletes that you've trained that um that just really stood out to you? It could be something they've stood out to you just in their performance or, or off the field. Yeah, I, I have, um, man, if, if so, I don't know if I could just list just one. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, man, it, it's been, it's, it's been some, man, it's been some that made it to professional levels. And then it, it's been some that, you know um, that I received text from that 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 said, Coach. Um, you know I, I appreciate everything you stood for, everything you mm. you 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 taught me, man. I, I know I'll be a better man because of you. You know, like those things, man, are just they're priceless. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Is there? Um... You know, you're thinking about your career. Um, I know you're still a young guy, got a lot ahead of you. But, you know, what would you say so far in your career would be um, a greatest accomplishment? The the greatest accomplishment. Um, or maybe a good, one of your greatest memories so far. Um, let's see. We'll go back to the um, against my first year, man. Uh, I, I walked I walked into Arkansas State, um, coming out of the private sector as as a GA, and it was just so surreal mm. just to see 
so many hungry just young men to 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 win. Yeah, you know, and and, and we end up winning the championship, and we get to and that's kind of been the story of my life, man. We, we get to Auburn, and you know, and it's still the same, man. You just see these kids, man. They were they were hungry. They and they were just so receptive to coaching, and you know, they just they just wanted to win and. You know, I got the UAB, and it was the same thing. Like, they, they never won over, um, I think, three, four games in, in a season. We ended up winning it was the most wins that the season had in, like, 10, 10 to 15 years. So wow. We come to come to Southern Miss, and the program had been down. So, mm-hmm. we we end up, you know, playing conference championship that year and losing. But um, just those are all just memorable experiences for me because I didn't walk into situations where, you know, guys had just, you know, with, with especially with the last three, they, they hadn't been winning. Mm-hmm. So you walk in and you just see the homegrown, the kids, Arkansas state was different. It was, it was a culture. You just guys just knew how to work. Guys knew you could push them. You could just coach them hard and, and they was just so receptive, and they and they wanted to just win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about your. You know, we've talked about faith a little bit, kind of on the broader scale. Let's talk about maybe your your, your personal faith for a moment. Did did you grow up in a family of faith? And then at what point in your life did you realize, you know what, I need a relationship with Jesus? No, no, no doubt. Uh, I always my. My grandma, my my granddad, they kept me in the church. I, I was raised by my mom, majority of my life, and she would work. And on Sundays, my grand grandparents made sure we were all in church. So I grew up and uh, in church. I got to college and um, just that. And college was kind of where I made the decision to to to, to live for Christ and 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 made a stand and. You know, during that time in college, I was hit with so much adversity. So I, I accepted, I accepted Christ, and man, I just, I, I just didn't live it. You know, yeah. and, um, got to a place uh, after after college, man, where I just, you know, I hit, I hit rock bottom, man. Mm. And so um, I just, just started crying out to God, man, and, and just asking Him to change me and. You know, I wanted to change, and I wanted to um, be the man that that He created me to be. And you know, I just went on a one day at a one day at a time journey, man. And that, that was my commitment, just one day. And man, it, it was things I was struggling with, man, uh, drugs and mm. um, alcohol, and you know, He He just started removing those from me, man, and. Man, and I'm just so thankful and grateful that he did. And, you know, 10, 12 years later, hadn't looked back, hadn't thought about it. It's all because of the grace of God. Amen. So, so um, it's, it's just, uh, it's just fulfilling knowing that, you know, he, he can take you, man, and he, he, can, he can change you once you commit to giving everything over to him. Amen. And just seeing, and just seeing where he's taking my life is is nobody but him, man. You know, I'm constantly sharing it with my wife. You know, is everything we have is is God. So, you know, we're always looking to be a blessing to others. 
That's good. That's good. Is there a favorite scripture that maybe you look to during that time or maybe even today that, um, you know, God's just brought to your heart and mind that you'd, that you'd share with listeners? Man, James um, 1, 2, and 3 has always been one. And it just talks about consider, kind of pure joy, my brothers, when faced with trials and tribulations. Um, because it's, it's just a testing of your faith. Mm. And once you get through it, um, you know, it, it produces it produces the, the patience that you need, and mm. uh, that's that's just that was just one of mine, man. When I, I was just going through it, and you know, and and God was just He was doing what He had to do in me. And, that's and, that's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, and 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 He He broke me all the way down. You talking about a. 240, 250 pound guy that, you know, just thought he had it going on, man. And God just, you know, broke me all the way down so I could submit and say, God, not, not, not my way, not, not my will, Lord, but your will. Amen. You know, in that scripture, you know, I, I quote it often, but, you know, when we sit back and really, really look at, um, when I'm going through a difficult time, when I'm going through a trial, do I really count it joy? You know, and that's it's it's hard, but it's a it's a powerful scripture, and I think if we really do let that sink in our heart and our mind, it, it's transforming. But I, I think a lot of times, I know I do, I'm guilty of taking it lightly, you know, and looking at the storm instead of looking at looking at God. So that that that's a good reminder. That's good. So you work in a you know, in a, in a field that is, uh, has a lot of demands on you and your time. You're also a husband, you're a dad. So how do you, how do you balance that? You know, your career with, you know, being a husband and being, being a dad. Well, it starts with with my wife. I'm so fortunate, man. My wife, she's amazing and she just makes it, she makes it just so, so much easier on me. Um, just because our times, we are, we are, we call ourselves the Marines, you know, we're, 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 we're up at four, four o'clock and, you know, we may get home at eight, nine. It all depends on, on what's going on throughout the day. Um, but, but just having, um, uh, my real man that just take care, take care of the home and mm. take care of everything. And, you know, we, we make it work. We do date nights and, you know, we make our work on our marriage constantly to, to keep, to keep the flame going. And, you know, every, every, every week we have a date night and we'll, I'll spend, spend days just, you know, doing stuff for just so, so she knows. And, and, and I know, um, that it, that is a constant, it's a constant battle. It's not, not a perfect world, but we're, we're doing it you know, for, 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 for a living. You know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a good word to keep, keep your marriage as a priority. That's, that's very right. good. So, um, I'm going to talk just, just the impact of sports in general for a minute, um, as far as bringing people together. So the, the mission statement for our organization, um, 
is this. It's all in sports outreach exists to share the hope and the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, promote unity and racial reconciliation. Because we believe that, you know, sports is one of the few things that brings people together. And it's no secret. I mean, you don't have to turn on a TV or log on social media to know that we live in a divided culture. Um, it seems like more so now than in a long time. So how do you see the role of sports um, or how have you experienced sports bringing people together? Um, <laughs> man, man, sports are sports are fun, man. You, when you hit it dead on the head, sports bring people together. I, man, I've seen um, and probably my most fondest memory of, of the kick six. I know you remember that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so I'm just um um leaving out of the locker room and I'm just seeing people um just hugging as strangers, you know, like they don't know each other, it's black, white, everybody. Yeah. You know, they're just hugging and oh, it was just unbelievable just, just seeing that. But I was able just to sit back and, you know, now that you say that, like, man, it was it was um it was it was, pro- it was just like probably what heaven's going to be like. Everybody's just having a good time, you know, not caring, you know, about what race or color. Right. And, and, and that moment, man, sports, sports can do that. That's right. I, I was, um, we had the honor on an earlier podcast to talk to the coach, Bill Curry. Um, and that was exactly what he said. He goes, when you go into a, you look at a football huddle, not one person in that 11 person huddle is looking at the race of their teammate. Right. You know, the coaching staff is not looking at that, and a lot of fans aren't. But the minute they leave the stadium, you know, things can change. But it's just powerful how sports can has that power. You know, to make right. to make people blinded to to what divides us today. So that, that's that's you know what I had not thought about the the kick six, and I apologize to um, our Alabama. Um, <laughs> fans that listen, but I've not thought about that analogy, but you're right. I wasn't at the game, but I can only imagine just being at um, Auburn games in the past where, you know, it's been a huge victory, and you're right. Just in that moment of excitement, people just forget, and they just, yeah, high-five and hugging people they don't know, and yeah, it is. That's a, that's an incredible example of the power of sports. And as an Auburn fan, that's one that, you know, it's a... <laughs> It's a good memory, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's good. So um, a lot of our listeners are student athletes and coaches. Um, so okay. I, want, I wanted to ask you uh, maybe what advice or encouragement that you would offer a student athlete or coach that's listening, because especially the middle school, high school level, um, it's becoming harder and harder for them to um, live openly and boldly for Christ in the schools and you know and you know better than I that sports is a platform whether you know people some some people say it's not but it it is a platform that can be used for good or bad so what encouragement would you offer an athlete or coach that's listening to just to encourage them to take hold of that platform they have and and to steward it wisely and be bold for Christ yeah number one I'll just say um, be grateful for where God has you, you know, if you're a coach, you're an athlete, um, just understand there's, there's a lot of, there's, a, there's tons of people that, 
wish they could put the pass on. They wish they could swing a bat. They wish they could take a shot. Mm. So um, it's a lot of people that wish they could coach. So so first and foremost, just be grateful um, for where for what what God is allowing you to do. Um, and then the second thing I would have is um, just lead by example. Mm. You know, um, your the way you walk, the way you live, um, people people will see it. That's you know, right. So, 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 just just let your lifestyle, your life, be a, be an example, and 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 live, and that life being that example where people will say, you know what, I want something that he has, and and, and that could be your opportunity when when they ask, like what what what's what what's with you, man, or. Why, why you don't do this or why you don't, why you don't, why you don't, why you don't drink, why you don't do this. Like, you know, that's your opportunity to share the gospel. Amen. That's good. I like that. Be grateful for the opportunity. I think that's missed a lot of times. I think that's good. That's a good reminder. Um, no doubt. Yeah. Our oldest son is um, starting his ninth grade year, loves football. And that's something we talk about that, Hey, with, with this opportunity to play football um comes responsibility um and there's kids that would love this opportunity so yeah be thankful for it but use it wisely so that's that that's a great reminder right and just seeing it seeing it stripped away from so many kids mm. um man we got a kid that broke his um, fractured his neck in practice and Oof. you know you, you just you just never know wow so so when I say be grateful, you, if God's giving you that opportunity, man, don't don't take it for granted. If y'all out there listening, just always always be grateful um, for the opportunity you have. And uh, we have one one look one kid. He's he's in a wheelchair. He's one of our fans. He always just comes around the games and things like that. And just looking at him, all that kid wants to do is play football. So, um, man. Like it's it's just my message to to like you said athletes to coaches just just be grateful. Mm. That's good. That's a great reminder for people outside of sports too. Is you know we get so caught up in everything that we forget just to be thankful. That's good. Right. That's good. One last question. Um, the name of our organization I mentioned in the mission statement: All In Sports Outreach. We came up with that name from Colossians three seventeen. You know, I'll paraphrase, paraphrase it, and whatever you do, word or deed, do it in the name of the um, Lord Jesus Christ. And whenever we do a, a sports camp or or any type of outreach event, we talk to kids about, um, we we share that verse and talk to them about, hey, it says in word or deed, in everything you do. It doesn't matter if you're at home, at school, on the athletic field, at, at your job. It doesn't matter. You're, you're to do it. You're, you're to give 110%. Right. It, it doesn't matter. So... Um, you know, the, the slogan or the, the, um, cry all in is, is very popular in sports. I know a lot of college and pro teams have used that, you know, just by being all in. But, um, I think it starts, you know, with our faith being all in and your walk with Christ. So what does it mean to you or look like for you to be all in in your daily walk with Christ? To, and, and, and for me, is Matthew 6, 
33, um, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. So just being all in is is, is seeking God daily. Mm, that's good. You know, um, and, and every day um, before I start my day, you know, it's putting him, it's putting him first. That's good. Yeah, it's more so, than going to church on Sunday. Oh yes, it's more <laughs> than going to church on Sunday. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. So, so, so just prioritizing, you know, him prioritizing that quiet time to spend with him daily um, is, is just seeking him. That's good. All right, I know I said that was the last question, but I have one more, and it's not. Uh, no, it, it's all good. <laughs> it's not faith related, but I, I've got to ask. It's um, we're recording this. Y'all in the middle of fall camp. Um, so, what's the outlook for Southern Miss this season? I know y'all got. Um, you know, you've you've got some guys coming back. You have a tough couple games there at the beginning of the season. But what's the outlook for for Southern Miss this year? Well, I, I think. One thing you're going to see out of Southern Miss when they attack the field is you're going to see um, 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense. You're going to see a tough physical team. Yeah. Um, week, week in and week out, you know, we're going to be in shape. We're going to be tough. Um, we're going to be physical. And, and, you know, we'll let the chips fall how they fall. But but I, I can guarantee you it's going to be a tough physical team that lines up each week. That's good. Well, I'm hoping, um, you know, y'all come come to University of North Texas this year in October, so I'm hoping to to come see y'all in person and, and cheer y'all on. So I appreciate your time. I know this is a busy season, busy time for you, so I really do appreciate you joining me today. Uh, no problem. It's a pleasure. I appreciate you for having me. Enjoy your night. You bet. Well, we covered a lot today in this episode. First of all, let me start by just thanking Coach Finley again for taking the time to join me um, and just share his story and encourage us today that no matter what we're going through, to find joy and also just to be just to be thankful for what we have and and to be bold in our walk with Christ and just to start our day every day, um, making God our number one priority. Um, he's got a powerful. Um, testimony, his passion for Christ is just unbelievable, so encouraging. I hope you heard that in his voice. I hope you took that away in the story. It's a message we need to keep keep sharing. I know we laughed about his example of sports bringing people together from that Auburn-Alabama game. The kick six, as it's known, where Auburn wins just with one second left. But if you think back and um, just remove um, that game and just think back what he was talking about, walking out of the locker room and seeing fans that don't know each other, don't look like each other, high-fiving, they're hugging. And that's just the power of sports, and that's why we started this organization because we believe in this culture today the way to bring people together is through sports, and then we share the gospel. So just that visual picture of the power of sports, and then you take that and insert the gospel, and that's a that's our mission. That's our passion, and that's what drives us every day. 
So again, I'm just grateful for Coach Finley and his willingness to, to jump on here at a busy time and share his story. I want to thank you for listening. I encourage you to share this episode with family and friends, um, especially those you know in the athletic world, that they hopefully will be encouraged by this. And lastly, we love hearing from you. Facebook, All In Sports Outreach, message us, keep up with us know how you can pray for, serve with us, opportunities to give. But also, please go to our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Find out about our leadership. Find out why we do what we do, um, upcoming events, what we believe in. Um, just just go check out our website. Um, and we just love hearing from you, some feedback. So whether it's via Facebook or um, the website, there are ways to send us messages to communicate with us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, just thank, thank you for being a faithful listener. Thank you for sharing this episode with the family and friends. And until next time.